Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I am Veronica Peretti. I'm so glad you're here. I just wrapped up a really awesome full moon workshop with my Essential Astrology members. So if you are new to me, I do this show every week on Facebook, on Instagram, and then I take the audio and I put it on the podcast. And this week, um, I happen to also have a full moon workshop for my Essential Astrology members. So those folks... They pay on Patreon and they get a new moon rundown with all of the astrology coming up for the next month, as well as a full moon live workshop with me. We get together, we talk astrology, we talk where the full moon is illuminating our charts. You can be super basic. You don't have to understand astrology at all. In fact, it's probably even more fun for you if you're learning for the first time. And really, we sit down and just um, really dive into using the moon to start to um, dictate our fate and move our life forward with the help of the moon cycle. So that's just a little, a little, a little tap, a little feet, a little uh, taste of what is going on. Um, outside of just this show. So if you're interested in that, you can always ask me questions. You can also check it out on my website, veronicapretty.com. But let's jump into the um, exciting stuff for this week. So I know I'm coming to you a little bit late this week. There's been some really heavy energy. And so there's a few reasons that we've got some heavy energy going on. One is that we are in the midst of a Chiron station. So we don't talk about Chiron too much, but Chiron is the wounded healer. So wherever you have Chiron in your natal chart, you have your core wound. You have your, your wound that when it's poked, it brings up a lot of stuff that might not actually just be about what's going on in the moment, but has a lot to do with what went on in your childhood or maybe even just some karmic core woundsing that you brought into this lifetime. So we have Chiron stationing on Friday at 10.47 p.m. Is that Friday or Thursday? No, it's Thursday at 10.47 p.m. So almost on Friday. So that's Eastern Standard Time. So for those of you that are new to me, I live in New York City, so I use Eastern Standard Time. If you are somewhere else in the world, you can do your math. Um, but basically just so you know, this week Chiron moves slow. It's kind of far away. So we're feeling the station all week. You don't have to wait till Thursday to feel it. So if there's something poking at you, then you, now you know why maybe it's impacting you so much. Now this might be coming up and feeling bigger. It might feel bigger than it actually is because it is squaring Jupiter. And what does Jupiter do? Jupiter expands things. So because Jupiter is expanding that wound, it's feeling a lot worse than it normally would. So once again, something that maybe didn't bother you previously, is going to bother you now. And it's really getting at something that's really deep, 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 deep in your psyche, in your past, in your, in your, you know, in your soul. Okay, so that's one reason that the energy might be heavy. Now, 
let's talk about what is lightening up. So yesterday on Monday, we had Mercury go into Sagittarius. So this is a really awesome um, uh, respite in the horoscope right now because we have no air. We're going to have a full moon in Gemini this week, which is like a blessing because we have had no air in the chart. Um, It's been lots of Earth. We've got four planets and a node in Capricorn. Um, we have Uranus and Taurus, lots of earth. We have a little bit of fire, not a lot. We have the sun in Sagittarius and Chiron and Aries. And now thankfully we have Mercury and Sagittarius. So we have some water as well, but we don't have any earth. And so the full moon in Gemini is really a nice respite to what has been some really heavy energy. Now the, um, what was I saying? Mercury in Sagittarius is really, really nice, lightening things up. And then the full moon in Gemini also will lighten things up. That's what I wanted to say. So Mercury in Sag, what is that? How does that manifest? Mercury in Sagittarius is a truth teller. Mercury in Sagittarius has a little bit of foot in mouth syndrome. So Mercury in Sagittarius might put the foot in the mouth and not uh, think before he speaks. Sagittarians, if you know Sagittarians, or you know someone with a Mercury and Sag in their needle chart, they're generally very direct, very blunt, and not necessarily aware of how what they're saying is impacting other people around them. Um, but the other side of this coin is that, you know, Mercury and Sagittarius inspires all of us to be a little bit of a risk taker and to think big picture and to allow ourselves to pull back from the nitty gritty and really allow ourselves to dream a little bigger, think a little bigger, see the big picture, take in the universe. So Sagittarius rules religion and faith and it rules um, the law. It rules a lot of these lofty, high-minded, what we often think of as intellectual pursuits, but really are the pursuit of understanding humanity. So we have an opportunity to put that thinking cap on when Mercury is in Sagittarius, which is really nice. It's really nice because Mercury's been in Scorpio since the beginning of October. And I don't know about you, but I am very sick of thinking with my emotions. So when Mercury is in a water sign, your mental capacity is going to be impacted more by your emotions. When Mercury is in a fire sign, your mental capacity in your mind is going to be more um, fueled by your passion, your desire, your motivation, your drive. So this is a really good time to look at what are you motivated by? What do you want to be putting your energy and your passion into in 2020? Now, on Wednesday, or sorry, so Tuesday, we have the moon moving into Gemini. That was earlier today. And it already feels lighter to have that air. So the thing is, when we have this moon move in Gemini, it brings a little bit of logic and a little bit of mental acuity and a little bit of um, air and a little bit of... Um, Levity is the word I'm looking for to the chart. So with all of this Capricorn, all of this earth, a little bit of fire, some water feels heavy. And so when we want that air to lighten us up, you know, we need all of the elements, right? And so when we're missing one in the sky, we really feel it. We really feel the absence. So 
Now we've got the moon in Gemini and we have our words back. So if you've been feeling like it's really frustrating and you can't necessarily, you know you're feeling something, but you don't have the words to describe it, or you know that things are picking up momentum, but you don't necessarily have the logic to put it all together. You're not feeling um, as logical or rational, as pragmatic as you'd want to be, or you don't have the words to put it on paper. Maybe you know it and you feel it in your bones, but you can't necessarily execute it or talk about it the way you want to. That has been the lack of air in the sky. So now we're going to have the moon in Gemini for a few days. So use your words. This is a great time to use your words. A full moon in Gemini is a great time to break out the journal. Um, it's a great time to find a confidant or a therapist and talk about stuff. Gemini loves words. Another thing that Gemini loves is crafts, doing things with your hands. So that connection between the, the mind and the hands is very Gemini because Gemini rules our hands and it rules our lungs. Lungs, we need to breathe and to speak, right? Hands, where we need to do things, to write, to make things, to, to make things, to put things together. So if you can find something, if especially if you're feeling a little overwhelmed, it's it's holiday time, it's a big time of year. There's a lot of emotions that come up this time of year. If you are feeling overwhelmed or anxious or any other emotion and you want to focus your energy and you want to pull yourself back to center, a great thing to do is do a jigsaw puzzle, do a crossword puzzle, play a game on your phone, you know, bring your mind and your hands together to really bring yourself back to center. Um, anything that challenges your mind is going to be really, really great. Um, Jupiter, uh, Gemini loves to think and Gemini loves to collect information and then find ways to spit it back out, to use it in the world. Sagittarius also, you know, I often think of Sagittarius as the teacher and Gemini as the student, but I think that they, those things are interchangeable. And if you are a yoga teacher as I am, it is one of those things where like, as the teacher, I learn more from the students. And as the student, you know, you learn from the teacher, but the teacher really learns a lot from teaching. So being a teacher and a student, you always have to be a student if you are a teacher. So these two signs, these polarities really work so brilliantly together. And um, when we have a full moon in Gemini, as we will on um, Wednesday night for a lot of the U.S., and just after midnight Thursday for the East Coast, okay? So Wednesday into the wee hours of Thursday, um, we're going to have that full moon in Gemini. And so it's playing in that polarity. It's playing in that duality of the moon is in Gemini, the sun is in Sag. We are interested in that... Um, that mental acuity. We're interested in that mental stimulation. We're interested in intellectuality. Um, one of the things that I'm doing right now, I mentioned it, I think last week or two weeks ago with the new moon and Sag was I am learning or I'm practicing. I, I used to t speak Italian quite well. I don't speak it very well right now. So I'm practicing Italian every day on my phone with this app duo Ling lingo. I think that's what it's called. And that is a great way to focus your attention. It's a great way to use your mind and your hands and and bring yourself back to center, especially when there's a lot of 
um, there's a lot of energy, but it's kind of heavy energy. So anything that brings you out of that heaviness, like learning a language, like doing a crossword puzzle is good. Bring some levity to your life. Um, okay. So that's what's going on on Wednesday. Not only do we have this full moon coming in, we have Venus conjunct Saturn. So Venus conjunct Saturn is really a moment in time where we are reassessing our relationships. So we are taking a moment to check in with who do you value? What do you value? How do you want to be valued? Um, What are your boundaries in relationships? And also, you know, are you willing to double down on making the commitment or are you ready to break the commitment and go? This is going to be a week where people really decide I'm going to double down on this commitment and stay or I'm going to go. And that might not be in your romantic relationship. That might be in your friendships. That might be in um, your work. That might be in your communities, your um, you know, your hobbies, whatever it is, like the, the, the communities that you're a part of, because here's the thing, Venus and Saturn together, Saturn with Venus makes Venus feel a little bit restrained, a little bit constricted, but it also gives her structure, right? And so Venus rules money. She also rules relationships. She also rules how we, um, interact socially with people. She, also rules what we value, right? And it also has a lot to do with how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our own self-worth. That's an important piece of Venus that we don't necessarily talk about enough. So when we talk about money and value, um, we're also talking about how we value ourselves. How, what's the price that we put on ourselves? What's our self-worth? And I always say there's this, um, in the entrepreneur land, people are always like, charge your worth or whatever. You know, you have to price for your worth, whatever it is. And I always say, I don't like that because you are priceless. There's no there's no amount of money on your worth, right? So it's really, it's not, I don't think it's a particularly healthy way to look at that. I think you can look at how do you value your time and what's your time worth? What's your energy worth? What's your expertise worth? But you as a human being, an individual do not have a worth that can be counted in coins or dollars. So I really want you to consider this week when Venus comes together with Saturn on Wednesday and we're feeling it all week. Um, how do you relate to your own self-worth? You know, that's really what I'm getting at. And are you feeling valued in your relationships? And if you're not feeling valued, then this is a week where you might say, you know what, it's time to go and that's okay. So um, the other thing about Venus and Saturn coming together is that it's very logical about love. It's not, you know it's not passion. So it's not passion. It's not great romance, Venus and Saturn together. It's about how are we going to make this long-term commitment work? Is it going to work? Do we have the finances in order? Um, do we have the same habits? Do we, um, 
like spending our time doing the same thing? Do we like to watch the same things on TV? It's just very logical. So Venus and Saturn coming together in Capricorn, it's very logical. So you might feel like be feeling a wave of logic when it comes to your relationships or your money or your job. And that's exactly what it's meant to be. I feel like this is a precursor to the full moon. Full moons are a celebration. They're an apex of the energy of the month, okay? After the full moon, we start to release. We start to let go. We start to adjust. So this is sort of like a little precursor. It happens a few hours before the full moon. And Venus conjunct Saturn is going to let you know where you want to let go of some stuff, where some stuff is in your life that you just don't value anymore. You're going to know. Um, and then what's going to happen is we're going to have that full moon late on Wednesday, early Thursday, depending on where you live in the U S or around the world. And, um, that full moon is going to be at 12, 12 AM Eastern time. And then the moon is going to go void of course until 6 23 PM that day. So we're going to have a long void moon on Thursday. So all day Thursday on the East Coast, um, most of the day on the West Coast, and long void moons are a really good time to sit back, relax, and process the information that's showing up, meditate, do yoga, keep your day light, especially when we have a long, like all day void moon. I always recommend trying to do that. Now the moon is then going to move into cancer at 6 23 PM. And then that'll make the weekend pretty interesting. But before I get to that, I want to say that, um, Friday is a big day. So Mars is going to try Neptune at 6 56 AM. Mars trining Neptune is going to encourage us to either go to sleep or to fantasize about escaping whatever our current circumstances are. So if you're fantasizing about escaping or you want to go to sleep, honor that. Don't push yourself on Friday. In fact, I never say I would never push yourself around the full moon at all because in traditional yoga, we always take restorative days on new moon and full moon days. New moon days because your energy is low. It's the dark of the moon. Full moon days because your energy is so high that you might be more accident prone because there's so much energy. So that is like an old style yoga way of looking at it. But I do like that metaphor because I think it is really nice to give yourself some time to reflect at both the new moon and the full moon and to be conscientious about your energy in both those times of the month. Okay. So Mars is going to try Neptune. Don't push on um, Friday. Don't don't push. Um, really allow yourself to receive Mars trying Neptune. Don't push. Venus is going to conjunct Pluto. So if Mars trying Neptune is not enough for you, and if Venus conjunct Saturn is not enough for you, we have Venus conjunct Pluto on Friday. That's going to be big. So that's at 10, 13 a.m. The thing about that full moon, which I talked about on the full moon workshop tonight with my essential astrology members, I talked about the full moon and how Venus being 
besieged between Saturn and Pluto, it's literally like she's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Saturn is the rock. Pluto is the hard place. Saturn is all about um, the hard lessons. It's restraining. It's restricting. It's boundaries. It's limitations. Pluto is about um, transformation, burning it down to for it to be rebuilt better. Okay. So Venus is going to be at the point of the full moon. It's going to be stuck between those two. Now, Saturn and Pluto are moving towards our conjunction January 12th. We've been talking about it for months. I'm sure you already know about it because I talk about it every week. Um, Saturn and Pluto are coming together. It's a once every 36 year event. It is going to happen on January 12th and then it won't happen for another 36 years. So um, it's a big, 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 big deal. And they are coming together. They're pretty close. They're only a couple of degrees apart. And then Venus for the full moon is going to sit between them. So you can imagine this is a little bit of a precursor of how we're going to be feeling January 12th, how we're already feeling. And it might give you some inclination as to what is shifting in your life. Now, I probably... I think you probably already know what's shifting in your life. And if you don't know, you might be ignoring the signs because they're really coming pretty, pretty loudly the past few months. And we finished out that Mercury retrograde. Um, we had Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. We had Mercury in Scorpio since October and beginning of October. And then Mercury finally went into, cleared its shadow of the retrograde and moved into Sagittarius on this past Monday, yesterday, if you're listening live. So now it's like, okay, we're past that. That means we have all of our information that we need, and now we can start to pour the foundation. Now we can start to lay the groundwork for what we're building in 2020. So, okay. Venus conjunct Pluto on Friday at 10.13 a.m. You might change the way you approach relationships. There's another piece of the puzzle that's really impacting relationships this week. Um, Chiron is stationed, and I mentioned that earlier. So Chiron is stationing on Thursday, at um, December 12th at 10.47 p.m. And it's going to be in a T-square when it stations with Jupiter and the moon. So also Chiron is trining Mercury. So not to confuse you too much, but I just want to share with you that this Chiron station I think is very potent. And I feel like we are feeling this majorly. If you feel like there's stuff coming up, past traumas that you have to work out, this is a week to work them out. This is a week to have the uncomfortable conversation, even though it's really freaking uncomfortable and you don't want to do it because it's helping you wipe the slate clean and prepare for all the things you're building in 2020 and build a solid foundation that doesn't have any cracks, that doesn't have any like, um, you know, stuff stuck in it that you don't want there, right? You don't want that re residue stuck in your foundation. So this could, the, the Venus um, conjunct Pluto, I think is similar in the sense that we are 
being given this opportunity to work through some of the parts of our life, especially in our relationships, that aren't working. So we're giving this opportunity to heal where we might have been pained in the past so that we can move forward on a fresh slate and actually feel really good about building something stronger on this new foundation. I hope that makes sense. So that's what's going on Friday. On Saturday, we're going to have another all-day void moon. So Saturday's a great day to sit at home, drink hot chocolate, and watch Hallmark Christmas movies, which is what I would be doing if I weren't going on vacation. But I'm going on vacation, which is a really great thing to also do when the moon is void. So um, if you are... um, planning your weekend right now, then you want to give yourself a nice amount of time to relax on Saturday. So Saturday, the moon is going to be opposing all those Capricorn planets. The moon is going to be in Cancer. It's going to be void all day on the East Coast or most of the US. And the moon is going to be opposing all those Capricorn planets. So that means that you're going to be feeling that heavy Capricorn energy. Remember, we've got four planets and a node in Capricorn. Capricorn is heavy. There's a lot of heaviness there. Now, no offense to my Capricorns, but the energy is heavy. We've got Saturn there. It's a lot of hard work that's happening in Capricorn right now. If you're feeling really tired and your energy is zapped, it might be because A, we don't have a lot of any air in the sky except for the moon in Gemini. Um, we have only a little bit of fire and we have a lot of heaviness in Capricorn and Capricorn is really all about going slow, being steady, doing things in the proper way, step by step. Don't cut the corners. That energy is wonderful for creating long lasting change in our lives. It's not wonderful in terms of how it feels in the moment. It might be feeling just a little bit too heavy. Okay, so Saturday, the moon's going to be in Cancer opposing all of that stuff. And you just, you might be feeling a little bit down and that's okay, or just a little bit like lethargic, slow, not necessarily interested in being too uh, productive. Or maybe you will. I'm not sure. It really depends on your chart. Um, If you're a Cancer or a Capricorn, you might love it. Um, If you're a Libra or an Aries, then it's probably not going to be that great. It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. Speaking as an Aries, all this stuff right now is squaring all my natal stuff and it's, you know, it's uncomfortable. Okay. So all of that said on Sunday, that is going to be a good day to get out into the world. So on Sunday, we're going to have Jupiter trining Uranus. This is a great opportunity for sudden unexpected, wonderful opportunities to flow into your life. Your intuition might be keen. You want to break from the routine on Sunday. So on Sunday, when Jupiter trines Uranus, this is a great day to go do something that you don't normally do. You know, if you live in New York and there is something in the city that you've never done, like go do it. If you are, um, you know, out doing your Christmas shopping and you um, happen upon uh, something exciting, then take advantage of it. You know, don't, don't, don't let, um, unique opportunities pass you by on Sunday. Really take advantage of those if they do show up. Um, so that's the week. That's what's going on. I've got some exciting other stuff to share with you. So bear with me. I am, um, not sure if I'm going to be able to do the broadcast next week. So I'm going to be, um, 
not in New York and I'm going to be, um, I'm going to try to do it. We'll see what happens. And if I can't do it on Monday, then I will hopefully be able to do it later in the week. But all of that said, I am going to do a few other things for you guys. I'm going to be releasing a little bit of a bonus um, on the podcast. So if you do listen to this show as a podcast, um, or if you don't, you can test it out and try it out. I'm going to be releasing the full moon workshop that I did for my members tonight. My Essential Astrology members, they pay $25 a month and they get this live full moon workshop with me. And they get to come on and show me their chart and I pull up their chart rather and we we look at where the full moon is illuminating their personal chart. It's a super amazing opportunity to really really dive into your dive into your chart and let yourself Um, grow with this knowledge. And so what I found is that a lot of people are like, I don't really know what the workshop is like. So I'm going to give you a taste of the workshop on the podcast feed this week. I'm going to on the full moon, the day of the full moon, so Thursday, I'm going to drop the full moon um, workshop as a podcast. It's only going to be the initial part. So normally during the workshop, the first part I talk about the full moon, we do a little meditation, we do our journaling around the full moon, and then we break into um, the Q&A. So the Q&A is where people bring up their personal stuff and we look at personal charts and that will not be part of it. So you won't really get an idea of what the personal aspect is, but you are going to get an idea of what um, the rest of the workshop feels like. So that's going to go out on Thursday. Um, on December 29th, I'm going to do a free workshop called Dictate Your Fate. Um, it's going to be an astrology workshop to prepare for 2020, um, for the next year, the next decade, we're going to be looking at where we've been in 2019 and where we want to go in 2020. And I'm going to give you, give you an overview of the astrology for next year. That's going to be December 29th. I hope you guys can come. Um, it's going to be at 5 PM Eastern standard time. So it is a Sunday, so it'll be nice. Hopefully you can take a few moments for yourself. Even if you are with the family on Christmas, New Year's break, hopefully you can get your laptop or your phone, go in the bathroom, close the door and join us for an hour. Um, but I'm really excited to share that with you guys. So information on, on that will go up this week as well, and you'll be able to sign up for free. Um, so if you have any questions about that, let me know if you're interested in getting a reading before 2020, you know where to find me, veronicaparetti.com. And thank you for being here each week. I am so excited to be taking the show into 2020 and we have so much more fun stuff coming. Um, one other thing to note is that this is the last full moon before, uh, before we go into eclipse season. So eclipse season is around the corner. So this full moon in Gemini on Wednesday slash Thursday this week is going to be the last one and then we're going to be off into the to the eclipse season and then the the big Capricorn conjunction Saturn and Pluto it's going to be a fast moving holiday season so I am excited to be here and hopefully these weekly astrocasts are useful for you thank you so much for being here it's always my pleasure and I'll see you next time